What does barbecue mean to you? It's all about family. Good food. Summertime and friends. Of nostalgia. A whole lot of tasty. Soul-filling, belly-filling goodness. All of my favorite foods. A cultural touchstone. For me, it's a tether to the people who came before me. Getting together with family and friends. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode number 212 of the Eat More Barbecue Podcast. I am your host, Ryan Sanderson. Thank you for tuning in. Spiritwood is a northern Saskatchewan town in between Prince Albert and Lloydminster and a bit up from North Battleford. It is also home to Northern Meats, a new butcher shop run by Bryce and Erica Olson. Open a little over a month now, they are offering a wide selection of fresh meats, frozen goods, and smoked meat products prepared right on site. They are also offering processing of meat for area farmers and hunters and have plans to expand into mobile slaughter for farms. Please consider supporting this small business if you're in the area, and you can give them a follow on Facebook and enjoy my conversation with Bryce. This portion of the podcast is brought to you by the Motley Q 2022 Competition Bounty Program. For the last couple of years, Motley Q's amazing products have been winning awards in multiple sauce and seasoning contests, like the best sauce on the planet. Competition barbecue cooks have also been receiving calls using Motley Q products at competitions all over the world, so this year Big Joe and Jess are looking to add to the winning. In 2022, when you use Motley Q products and win a category or a GC, you'll get some extra jangle in your pockets. It's as simple as this, folks. Use Motley Q products in a sanctioned competition. Take some pictures or video as proof. When you win a category or GC, email Motley Q the proof and they will send you $250 as a bonus for continuing the winning. They will most likely do a post about your win, but will not share any picture you don't want out there. Your secret is safe with them, Batman. Visit www.motleyq.ca, M-O-T-L-E-Y-Q-U-E dot C-A, and click on the Barbecue Bounty Program tab at the top of the screen to get all of the details. Welcome back, everybody. Another episode of the podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. Uh, I, I keep asking uh, for suggestions for people to have on the show, and I uh, this is one of those today. My good friend, uh, Denny, uh, emailed me or texted me a few weeks back and uh, said he's got the the son of a cousin who has opened up a butcher shop in northern Saskatchewan and uh, they're doing some smoked uh, meats there as well as uh, butchery and all sorts of good stuff. So really excited to have Bryce Olson from Northern Meats and Spiritwood, Saskatchewan on the show uh, this week. Bryce, how are you? Thanks for coming in. I'm good. Thank you. Appreciate you joining me on your your one day off. We were chatting earlier and... uh, putting in some pretty crazy hours with the shop there. So I appreciate you taking yep. a few minutes uh, to join me here. So, Yeah, no problem. A uh, question I ask everybody to get off, uh, to start off with is, uh, what does barbecue mean to you? Um, delicious meats. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, talk a little about your background. Uh, you're in uh, Spiritwood, Saskatchewan, right? Yeah. Grew up. I've been uh, I've been meat cutting for about five years now. Okay. I took a meat cutting course in Prince Albert, and worked in Martinsville for just over four years, and then got the opportunity to uh, open up my own shop. So I took it. All right. And we just opened a month ago here. Awesome, awesome. Uh, before we get into what's happening with the store, so uh, Prince Albert, it's college course there, or your training? Yep, I asked. Oh, sorry, I asked. Okay, yeah, I'm familiar with that. Yeah. How long a program is that there? Uh, I believe it was about six months. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So nice and uh, nice and quick, and uh, a good program. You're pretty happy with that. Yep. 
Yeah. Yep. Learned some stuff there, but I really, really learned once I got into the absolutely uh, hands-on stuff. Yeah. Yeah. There's only so much you can teach and teach in school in six months, right? Yeah. And where were you? Where were you working in Martinsville before that? Uh, Smokehouse Meats. Smokehouse Meats. Okay. Whereabouts is Martinsville? I've heard of it, but I can't uh, can't place it. Just north of Saskatoon. Right. Okay. Up, up kind of Warman area. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we've got some good friends that are uh, living in Warman, so that's that's probably why I'm familiar with the name. So. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Our, uh, the reason I was asking about the schooling and the training and stuff, our daughter just finished the butchery program here at Sate in Calgary, okay. and uh, she's out in Prince Edward Island working at a butcher shop out there now. So. I think she has uh, kind of aspirations to do something similar to what you uh, what you've done, uh, setting up a little uh, your own shop. Uh, yep. You know, prov- not just providing butchery, but uh, doing work for hunting and all that sort of stuff. We'll we'll get into that. Um, Spiritwood, uh, nor- Northern Saskatchewan, kind of in between Prince Albert and Lloyd Minster. Looking at the map, I guess. Uh, yep. Kind of talk about life up in that neck of the woods. It's nice. Not as many people. Yeah, uh, but there's enough around to keep a good business going. Yeah, yeah, and, you've got uh, a few uh, few major centers. You got PA Lloyd North Battleford's close by. Yeah, and Spiritwood's kind of the central hub in between all of them. Yep. So I get a get draw from a long area yeah. out here. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. Is there much in the way of butchery shop butcher shops in the area there? Nothing, nothing with uh, kind of the caliber I'm dealing with. Okay. There's some uh, just custom shops around, yep. but nothing really with a retail store. Right, okay. Yep. Until you get into the cities. Yeah, for sure. And you grew up in that area? Yep. Okay. Yep. I spent most of my life in Spiritwood. All right, excellent, excellent. Yep. Well, let's uh, talk about the shop. You said just opened up about a month ago. Uh, what uh, what kind of drove you? Was that always kind of the goal for you to get into your own place, or did that develop as you were working? How Talk about that. I've always wanted to work for myself. Yeah. So that kept me going at her until I got the opportunity to yep. do it. Right. Yeah. And I guess what, uh, what, what, what made you realize that that was the time, uh, when you opened up or when that opportunity showed up, what, uh, what was it? A bill, a building available or what, uh, I guess, you know, talk about the opportunity. What made you realize that it was time to do it? Um, just got the, uh, I guess the uh, support to do it. Right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the, uh, the the finances. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Always yeah, important. Basically, uh, I, the, my family's helped out a lot. Oh, perfect. Yep. Which is uh, really nice. Yep. Awesome. And uh, it's the only way you can do it really nowadays. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so. to go big, anyways. Yep. Absolutely. And your wife Erica is uh, part of the business as well. Yep. She yeah, she's a, she's a half owner or whatever. Yep. Yep. Is she working in the shop or what? She uh, is she doing other stuff? Yep. So you're yeah, both. she's doing all the computer stuff and uh, some baking. Okay, awesome. Well, so you're doing a little yep. bit of a little bit of baking as well. So. Yep. Well, let's talk about uh, what folks can. Uh, what are folks seeing when they come into the northern meats there? Uh, I got a bunch of displays. I got uh, fresh uh, beef and pork in yep. the counter, and uh, a big cooler full of smoked sausage. Mm-hmm. Got ham, bacon, smoked cheese, smoked salmon, um, 
I got a pile of appetizer stuff in the freezer. Nice. Um, and then I'm working on other stuff too. I'm just trying to figure out my uh, chicken supplier right now. Okay. Get some chicken stuff going. Is that a, a challenge right now, or is it uh, just finding no, the right people? Just gotta do it. Just fi- gotta find the right guy, right? Yeah, you betcha. Awesome. So you're doing not just the meats. You're doing like some frozen goods and uh, making yep. it a bit of a one-stop shop for people. Then. Yep. Yeah, you betcha. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. And then uh, the smoked goods, you were doing that on site there yourself, right? Yep. Yeah, I got a big, uh, about two big smokers actually. Yep. And I'm, I got a Enviro pack for the uh, sausage and whatever else, bacon's and mm-hmm. hams. Right. And then I got a cook shack for the ribs I'm doing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Denny uh, sent me some pictures of the of the smokers. I guess he was in there visiting with you and uh, some nice yep. uh, nice units. So let's uh, talk about that. What all What all are you doing? You mentioned ribs and what else? Sausage. Yeah, ribs. Uh, all sorts of different like Mennonite sausage, garlic sausage, smokies, uh, sticks, jerky. Mm-hmm. Yep. All that all that sort of stuff. Also, uh, like cold cuts. Okay. Yeah. Pepperoni. Right, and, I saw that on your uh, Facebook. Yep. Yeah. Getting yep. into the sandwich meats kind of a little bit as well, right? So. Yep. Awesome. Yeah, I'm just working that next week here. I'm hoping to get some smoked roast beef and some back bacon through. Nice. Try her out. Yep. Awesome. Nice to nice to have the smokers there to be able to experiment with things and uh, see what works, right? Yeah. And those are both uh, pellet uh, runoff wood pellets. Uh, the Enviro pack runs off of sawdust and. Okay. Uh, and the uh, cook okay. shack runs off of either pellets or sawdust. Yep. Okay. Excellent. Yeah. And that's all hickory sawdust. Hickory. Okay. I was gonna. Yeah. I was gonna ask what flavors you're using. So. Yep. Excellent. Uh, do you do a lot of sausage yourself? There, you mentioned, I guess, a fair bit the different things. You did you get any specific training in that, or is that just kind of worked on the learned on the job? Yeah, in the, in uh, school we got some training on that, and then I. Yep. Did a bunch of it in Martinsville too. Right, I got lots uh, of experience doing it there. Yeah, that's what my daughter's doing out in uh, PEI. She's the sausage. Uh, she's the sausage program there. So, yeah, she's uh, learning a lot, I think, and uh, picking it up. So, uh, going to go off topic a little bit here since you mentioned sausage, and just a question that I've got on my mind because it's something I'm dealing with here. I just did a batch of beef sausage jalapeno cheddar. Yeah, uh, I do competition barbecue, so we had a bunch of. Uh, brisket trim left over so i ground that all up and made some jalapeno cheddar sausage i used shredded cheddar and i'm we're finding when we cook it the cheese just kind of melts away and disappears okay any any suggestions for a guy for the for the next batch of what i can do differently so well i'm also using shredded cheddar yeah okay but uh mine doesn't seem to melt out okay so maybe you try a different brand. Yeah, different something different. Okay, the the ones I've yeah. cooked so far, I grilled. So I'm wondering if maybe the oh, higher yeah. the higher heat uh, was too much for it. So I'm gonna have yeah. my uh, gonna have my smoker fired up this coming weekend. So I'm gonna throw some on there and uh, do it that way and see what happens. So I didn't yeah. put I didn't put any cure in them, so I just made them fresh and they're frozen now. So uh, okay. So that I guess maybe the slow smoke might uh, might keep the cheese a little better. So yeah. Yeah, I know uh, all of my smokies anyways. Yep. Uh, the smoker cooks them 
fairly slow. So yeah. meat kind of cooks around the cheese, right? Right. And it creates cheese pockets. Yeah, exactly. And that's what I was looking for, and it just didn't. Uh... Yeah. All right. So, happen. Yep. So, do you? Uh, I've heard of guys drying out, kind of drying out the cheese ahead of time. Is that anything you do, or? Mm, I've never done it before. No. Okay. Kind of dump her in there and let her go. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll. Uh, we'll see how it goes this weekend when I do uh, do a smoke on them and maybe the slow, the lower heat and slower cooking. I'll uh, do what you say there. Kick, kind of cook the meat around it, and because yeah, I was, we were looking for those cheese pockets and just didn't uh, didn't get it. So. Yeah, it's my first first time making a big batch like that. Though I did twenty pounds, so with, with a hand yeah. grinder, a hand grinder, man. <laughs> yeah, takes a while. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> um, and you talked about some baking that your wife is doing for the shop. What uh, what kind of stuff is that uh, she making there? Uh, she's just doing like uh, salads, potato salad, uh, macaroni salad. She's making cinnamon buns, brownies, that kind of stuff. Yep. And then she's gonna she's gonna get into the. Uh, lasagnas and stuff like that okay too. doing all yeah yeah doing you sell know, that in the store you can freeze those and have them uh, you know take home meals right so yep ready to go awesome. i was planning on doing frozen pizzas possibly oh yeah with their pepperoni yeah absolutely yep, yep. nice it sounds like you got uh, any other plans down the road or any thoughts of bringing in other product like maybe some produce anything like that or uh probably not produce no i'd like to stay into the smoked meats yeah and uh, that's what I like doing. Yeah. Yeah. But other than that, too, we're also doing custom on the other side of it, right? Yeah. yeah. And then you're, and now you're doing uh, processing and whatnot for hunters there as well? Yep. You betcha. And I'm then, expecting to be pretty busy this fall. Yeah, let's hope so, eh? Yeah. Yeah. And then are you doing any, uh, you know, work for farmers in the area, private, you know, just processing their own meat or anything yep. like that? Yeah, I've been doing a little bit of that here and there. Yeah, and beef and pork and yep. Basically, whatever people bring to me, I'll cut up. Right. And are you doing slaughter yep. as well, or are you just bring it and taking the uh, the carcass? For now, just taking the carcass, but yeah. I am planning on doing a mobile slaughter service. Okay. Out here. Yep. Yeah, just looking for a truck. Right. Yeah. I guess. Yeah, you need the equipment, eh? So. Yeah. That's uh, as, as I've you know through doing the podcast and talking to people, I. Uh, I'm learning that you know, I, two years ago I had no idea that mobile slaughter was a thing, and uh, uh, learning about that now that uh, there are guys yep. that go out to farms and do that for people, right? So it's a, yep. a, a needed service. So yeah, I think it'll uh, I think it'll work pretty good out yeah. in this area. Anyways, is there anyone else doing that up that way? Uh there's uh, one guy I know about right now. Okay, um, he's actually brought a few animals to the shop so far. Perfect. So working, yeah. working together. So, yep. Awesome. Right, Excellent. So anything else you want to mention about the store, what you got going on there? Mm, I don't think so at this time. Yeah. All right. Excellent. I just kind of covered everything I'm doing so far. Excellent. Excellent. Uh, where can folks find you? I know Northern Meats on Facebook, any other social media or anything like that? Uh, basically just Facebook for now. All right. And then we're going to work on a, website here one of these days yep yeah still uh getting your feet under you right so yep awesome you do much uh cooking at home grilling smoking anything like that at home uh once in a while i'll throw something on the pit boss yeah there you go okay brisket or whatnot but uh now that i got the shop i just use the big smoker there yeah take it bring it home yeah 
Yeah, you betcha. Yeah. And as you said, you were working 18-hour days, so there's not a lot of time to be cooking at home, eh? So. No. No. Well, hopefully, once I find some uh, good health here, then I'll be able to take a little more time off. I know uh, that's a big issue out uh, out our way here in Calgary is uh, for businesses finding staff and stuff. Same thing where you are? Yep. Same thing. Bit of a challenge? Yep. Yeah. Well, it's uh, it's a bit of an issue, man, so... Did I, did I hear yep. a little one uh, running around there? Or? Yep. How many you got? Yep. How many got kids have you got? Sorry? I got two of them. How old are they? Uh, Almost four and almost two. Ah, nice. <laughs> yeah. Enjoy. Mine are uh, yeah. eight, 18 and 16, so I'm on the <laughs> yeah the far other end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm enjoying it. Oh, it's good times. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Right on, Bryce. Well, thank you for doing this. I really appreciate it. Uh, last question I ask everybody, uh, you know, maybe it's a, a Sunday when you are home and you got the pit boss fired up. What's uh, what's kind of your go-to for you? Uh, a real good ribeye or yeah. uh, some sort of smoked brisket. Ah, yeah, if you got the time for brisket, yeah. right? So, Yeah. What's your, uh, what's your preferred cooking method on the ribeye? Uh, just a good sear on both sides. Yep. Yeah. Either as raw as you can. There you go. All right. Yeah. Nice, man. Well, Bryce, uh, thanks so much for doing this. Really appreciate the time, uh, folks. Uh, check out Northern Meats on Facebook, and if you happen to be up that way, uh, stop in and say hello and see what they have to offer. Sounds like some great uh, stuff happening there. So uh, check it out, Northern Meats, uh, Spiritwood, Saskatchewan. Bryce Olson, thanks so much for doing this. Appreciate it. All right. Thank you. Have a good night. That was Bryce Olson with Northern Meats and Spiritwood, Saskatchewan. Be sure to check them out if you're in that corner of the world and give them a follow on Facebook. It is great to see that entrepreneurial spirit in action. Coming up next, we have another Canadian competition team profile presented by supporter of the show, JT McCurdy, from the Barbecue Rack Addicts competition team. This week, we hear from Calgary's Glade Finlayson from Bad to the Brisket. But first, a word from our friends at Township 27. Township 27 develops, produces, distributes, and sells the highest quality pantry spices, herbs, spice blends, sauces, salad dressings, and condiments for people who love food. All of their products are produced by hand in small batches using only the highest quality ingredients to maintain the full flavor and freshness that their customers have come to expect. Township 27 has searched the globe looking for the finest ingredients to go into their products, and they are excited to share the bounty with you. All, 20, Township, all Township 27 products are gluten-free, cholesterol-free, MSG-free, and are pure with no added fillers or preservatives. Township 27 is proudly Alberta-owned and produce all of their products locally right in Rocky View County, Alberta. If you're looking for the best in spices, blends, sauces, and condiments, whether it be retail, wholesale, or bulk, Check them out at www.township27.com and follow them on Instagram and Facebook. Hey everybody, we are back here with another of our Canadian competition team profiles and really excited to have Glade Finlayson from Bad to the Brisket on here. Glade, uh, thanks for joining me, uh, wandering through the Costco parking lot tonight, getting ready for competition this week. How you doing, man? I'm great, man. It's been an exciting summer. Yep. Second, we got a competition coming up this uh, weekend. This will be my second of Sec- three. Second of the, and what's the third one you're doing? Is that Barbecue uh, on the Bow or Didsbury? Barbecue on the Bow. Right on. Excellent. Excellent. Should be a good one. Looking forward to it. So, uh, Talk a little about your kind of back, barbecue background. How did you get into this and how did the competition I, thing kind of happen started, for you? Well, 
I'll go way, way back when I was like a young, young kid. Uh, I bought one of those little smokers that you can get at like Canadian Tire, the uh, little chief uh, smokers. And it was just basically a tin box with a little burner in the bottom. And I started just messing around and making bad batches of beef jerky. And I always kind of liked messing around with it. And then as I got older, I obviously got into the, the more specific things. I started with a pellet grill, a Traeger pellet grill. Yep. When I was on vacation, I bought that and trucked it around for two weeks. My wife wasn't very happy about that, but, uh, yep. and that, that spawned the, the love of barbecue. And then from then on, I started building my own grills and really getting into charcoal and making my own charcoal. Cause I have uh, an ac- I have access to wood in the business that I'm in, the woodworking business. So, nice. and the, the rest of it just, you know, I started getting, um, really into it and I, I didn't even really know about competitions until uh, I think I met Bear, um, Bernie right. Bernie Kenny yep. and started him at one of the competitions and he convinced us to try out you know to, to start out and it just snowballed from there we went to a couple of local comps uh, with Gus and Wendy down in um, in south like Alderside south yep. of Calgary yep. that was the, the first one that we uh, we did and we did we placed okay so and then the you know the addiction was set from yeah. that point on yeah as soon as you get and, that first call eh, you're hooked in oh, it was great you know yeah. just and the pottery the the warm and welcome you know outpouring yeah. of support for somebody they didn't even know yeah. you know give me tips and tricks and genuine tips and tricks not trying to steer you wrong right. everyone's has your best interest at heart and it's just a great it's a great group of people I've never met uh, a kinder more more accepting family of a bunch of misfits because that's yep. what we really are <laughs> and ain't the truth man and uh, you, you, you kind of talked about building your own uh smokers and stuff and you've kind of made a talk about that you've cooked you've built a, a number of different uh, cookers eh? i've got 19 barbecues that i've got right now and of the 19 about 12 of them i built myself nice so i've got it from vertical charcoal cookers to ugly drum smokers of course uh, I've got my favorite one is um, I just finished a wooden one out of a whiskey barrel. Yeah. So it's an actual whiskey barrel that I smoke in, and it's yep. it's amazing. Like it, it holds temperature like you wouldn't believe. Even in, I, I imagine in the winter. I haven't run it in the winter, but yep. uh, it just it was really great. Yep. I um, learned how to use a plasma cutter, and I cut all a bunch of Canadian flags and put them on it, and I kind of decorated it in a, a hockey theme. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, it's a beauty that I, one. So. I named smokers. I, that's my favorite thing to do. Yeah. Uh, and another one that I built recently was uh, a charcoal wok. Yes. And we yep. call it Obi Wok Colnobi because yep. it's coal, yep, right? Absolutely. So, kind of what we came up with. So Obi Wok Colnobi makes its appearance at regular events. Yeah. Doing shrimp and anything else that we can barbecue. We've been doing a lot of um, those like pot stickers with the wonton wrappers. We put brisket in them mm-hmm. and we put pork in them and just anything is delicious that we just roll up and fry. Yep. And you're using kind of with the wok, you kind of, is it like one of those rocket uh, fire things kind of deal? Yeah, I just uh, had an old uh, fan. Actually, uh, Murray gave me a, yep. an old piece from his, one of his other barbecues and it's just a big fan. So I uh, fashioned it on the side of another cooker that I had made for a rocket stove. Yeah, and then neat. and then I just recently sealed up the holes on the bottom so I get 100% forced air out the top and I figure it's running like at least 60 or 70,000 BTUs yeah, from no. comparisons of natural gas online. It's yeah. incredible. Like, and the beauty of it is I get to use all my old charcoal. So yeah, the stuff right. that's got the, the stuff, it dumps in there because I'm really truly only using it as a heat source yeah. and not really a source of flavor. Yep. So, but it keeps a mess outside and 
my wife doesn't care. And yeah, absolutely. Who doesn't want to have a big vat of boiling grease around a bunch of drunk dudes in the backyard? Hey, sounds <laughs> like a good time, right? That's <laughs> nothing about safety. Yeah. Burning so, things in a fried vat of oil. Yeah. So bad to the brisket. Where did the uh, where did the name come from? I was hashing around a bunch of ideas for names, and I just you know I wanted to do something with smoke and something to do with brisket and then i was thinking bad to the bone and then i was like you know what bad to the brisket would be a good name yep. and it just sort of stuck right away i, I gave uh at the time i was with another couple people on the team and uh, i just gave everyone a shot i said what do you what do you like this one this one or this one and they're all they all unanimously agreed that it was bad to the brisket yep so i even have that as my license plates oh beautiful so i was pretty stoked about that that was my father's day present very nice very nice uh, talk about the team. Who have you got on there with you? So, well, we have there's five kind of ongoing members because everyone's got a really tough schedule. Josh Mitchell and myself are the primary pit masters. Yep. And Murray Danlock is is always there. He's been there for a couple of comps. He's going to be there this weekend. Uh, I've got Tico DeGroot and I've also got Scott Wedham. And they've all, all three of those guys kind of sub in, sub in, sub in and sub out uh, yep. with regards to the team and they all have their specialties and everyone brings a certain you know different expertise to the team so it balances out really good yep. and you know it's i bicker like a bunch of old women so oh, sure yeah. it's so good i'm not that easy to get along with and <laughs> josh you know he's more technical and i'm more fly by the seat of my pants so it's it is what it is we yep. work it out yep it's never close but <laughs> but it's good you know it's a good good group of people they say friends or the family you pick for yourself well that's i right. picked an excellent family so that's my mantra awesome you know, it's a good life yep absolutely man well thank you for doing this uh, good luck this weekend in lethbridge uh, we're not going to make it down for that one but uh we will see you at the barbecue on the bow for sure in a in a month or so here so right on well i've got some spice for you i've got my um jalapeno rosemary that Ooh. it's just come to market i've got a, another sample coming back from company in edmonton i'm, I'm going to blend uh, 50 kgs of it so nice Sounds awesome, man. For sure. Wicked. Thanks, Late. Get back to your uh, your shopping there and appreciate you doing this. All right. Talk to you later. Thanks. Okay, later, bud. You are listening to Canada's longest-running barbecue podcast, and it is time now for some barbecue news. Brought to you by the Barrel Boss Q, a family-owned and operated small business in Leduc County, Alberta, and the manufacturer of the original Canadian drum smoker. Whether it's in the backyard or on the competition circuit, Kelly, Troy, and the Barrel Boss Q team are driven by the desire to watch their clients showcase their cooking talents, to slow down a bit, and spend some quality time with family and friends. From entry level all the way up to fully loaded models, Barrel Boss Q has the charcoal drum smokers and accessories you need to be the barbecue boss of your block, or maybe get a walk at the next competition. Shipping to customers across Canada and the U.S., Barrel Boss Q spends time talking to their clients to make sure each and every smoker they make is special and meets the needs of the customer. Barrel Boss Q is honored to be a part of their customers' barbecue journeys. You can follow them on Facebook and Instagram and visit them online at BarrelBossQ.ca. That's B-A-R-R-E-L-B-O-S-S, the letter Q, dot C-A, to see the whole lineup. And tell them you heard about them on the Eat More Barbecue podcast. You just heard Glade mention it this weekend, July 23rd to 24th in Lethbridge, Alberta. It is the second annual Smoke, Wind, and Fire KCBS competition. Visit www.smokewindandfire.ca for info on the event. Good luck to all the teams competing in both the amateur and master series comps. Hoped you all hear your names called. 
New York City is a popular travel destination for folks up here. And our friends over at the Smoke Sheet highlight five of the best barbecue spots to check out in their latest edition. They also have an extensive list of barbecue-related festivals all over the U.S. happening over the remainder of the summer and into the fall. Check it out if you have any travel plans, or better yet, use the guide to make some plans. Check out the Smoke Sheet online for the best in barbecue news. This is a shameless plug since I'm on the board, but uh, here we go. Barbecue on the Bow is Canada's longest continuously running sanctioned barbecue competition, and it is back for the 31st straight year on the Labor Day long weekend. September 2nd, 20, uh, sorry, September 2nd to the 4th at the Calgary Shrine Stables in Northwest Calgary. There will be plenty of action happening Saturday with a sanctioned amateur competition, kids queue, food demos, and more. Across the pond at the Shrine Center, there's a blues festival going on all weekend, so it will be an exciting time. Lots of going on, and we hope to see plenty of folks down there. Hit up bbqonthebow.com to register for either the amateur kids queue or master series competition. To sign up for judging or just for more info, reach out to me if you need any, have any questions as well. Happy to help you. We are excited to announce that the prize purse for the Master Series competition on Sunday will be a minimum of $10,000. Get yourself registered, folks. Next week on the show, I sit down for a visit with Stu Davidson from Primitive Grills and Culinary, a new barbecue supply store in southeast Calgary, and also they have a location in beautiful Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. I'm always looking for guest ideas for the show, so email me at eatmorebarbecue at gmail.com if there is someone you'd like to hear from. You can find me online at eatmorebarbecue.ca and also at albertabbqtrail.ca where you can check out the listing of barbecue joints here in Alberta and then get on out there and give them some love. If you're not in Alberta, get out to your local barbecue joint wherever you are and give them your support. Thanks to Alan Horbin for the great music on this and every episode of the Eat More Barbecue podcast. That's a wrap, everybody. See you all next week, and keep on smoking.